Welcome everyone to Unfiltered, a real podcast about church planting and everything that that entails. My name is Lee Stevenson. I am a local church planter in Orlando, Florida, and oversee church planting for Converge. I'm Danny Parmley, and I oversee church planting for Converge Mid America. And today we're going to be talking about residencies and internships and what's the same and what's different. And uh, Lee, I'd love for you to kind of kick off a little bit because you uh, actually do residencies uh, at, at the church. And obviously, even with Converge, you kind of oversee some of that in a larger scale, helping uh, others to find residencies and opportunities. But would love to hear even just to start out a little bit of your heart for residencies, why they're important, and then tell us even uh, about the residencies that you do at Harvest. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I'm I'm very passionate about this, and and part of it has come out of I think just experience, both growing up in the church as a pastor's kid, going to got a Bible education at my bachelor's level, and went to on and got a master's degree in Bible and theology, and recognizing there are just a lot of holes, there are a lot of gaps. I'm all for education, and I'm I'm thankful for the education that I have and the challenges that my educators gave us to to get better at exegesis and and how do we do Bible interpretation, just the art of, of pastoring. But the reality was there are a lot of gaps from what we learned in the classroom to experientially what actually takes place in, in the local church. And I think that's the gap that residency fills when it comes to the development of people feeling called to vocational ministry. And I liken it a lot to following the medical school yeah. practice where four years of intense study, memorization, understanding the body and kind of getting more directed towards a specialty. And then it's like, okay, now you're going to go complete even a three or four year residency of how does this actually play out in a hospital situation, um, in a critical care situation. And I, I think that is a priceless experience. And so I, mm -hmm. over the years, I'm sitting there going, man, they've learned something that I think the church has missed. Yeah. And, and we're not doing young ministers a service and just grabbing them straight out of college or grabbing them straight out of seminary going, okay, go plan a church. You're ready. Cause you got the education. Um, it's like, how can we prepare them better and as a result, their their long-term impact is greater and even their sustainability is greater because they did complete a one or two year residency in a local church situation. Um, and I think that I think what we have to understand is what is a residency, first of all. A residency isn't free labor for the church. And I think that's where a lot of churches and church leaderships get a mistake. They think, man, I can get this guy. He doesn't need an income, and I'm just going to give him a bunch of to-do tasks to handle. Um, that's not residency. Residency is actually developing the skills. It's an apprenticeship, and which means you've got to see yourself as a you know as a as a pastor. You got to see your church as a center of development. Mm -hmm. It's how am I going to walk with this person and help them develop to be the the person that God has actually wired them to be. 
Mm-hmm. And that means sometimes you've got to actually give them the opportunity to preach. You've got to give them the opportunity to do counseling. You, and then you, you take the back seat, and then you sit down and debrief afterwards and go, hey, this is, this is what we see. This is what we learned. This is where, where you need to continue to improve. So it's giving them that practical ministry experience. Um, a lot of people interchange uh, the word residency and internship. How do you kind of uh, differentiate them uh, and kind of the importance of the, the differentiation? I think internship typically is a shorter time period and a more specified, specific area. Um, so it may be, hey, I need a three-month internship to fulfill a requirement for me to be able to graduate from my bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to do it in youth ministry. And, and a residency is a long-term commitment to the development of a higher level of leadership within the life of the church. Um, yeah. And so it means you're you know, you're going to be specific in this area for a season, then you're going to maybe specify in this area. And then it's kind of, how do I do both at the same time? And so it's, it's helping people get their feet under them of what overall church leadership actually requires. Uh, and your, your, the residencies that you do at Harvest, uh, what do those look like? Kind of paint a picture or use an example of someone who's maybe uh, gone through it, uh, some of the different experiences that they're exposed to, um, you know, you know I, I know you'll kind of be speaking for them, but maybe some of the takeaways that they had, um, you know, going into it. Or, yeah, at, at this point, say. we've we've had three residents actually complete their residency. And we we actually have two new residents right now that have just started a residency. Um, some of it is contextual. So based on what gaps they have, what they sense they need to develop, what call to ministry. Our our hope and desire is that majority of them will be church planting residents mm-hmm. um, so that we can send them out. And so four, four of the five residents that we're working with are church planting residents. One of them was actually more focused towards next-gen ministry. And, and we were like, that's fine. We just need to know kind of what your long-term aspiration is, and then we'll create a scene for that. Um, so, for instance, one of our, the, the next generation resident actually did a, completed a two-year residency with us. Um, and uh, recognizing that there were just, he was young, there were just enough gaps in place that it's like, hey, we want to walk with you and help you develop so that you could be a full-time person on somebody's staff and be an asset to them from a ministry standpoint. Um, the, uh, the other residents are church planning residents. Um, the two that completed one was, uh, probably we did it more like a nine month residency. Um, the other one was a one year residency, the nine month we were able to fast track a little bit because of his background and, and experience level that there were certain things that we knew we just didn't need to, to tackle. And so we like, he can, he could complete this in nine months. Um, the other one was a completed full year. And then we're staying in contact as he's working towards getting actually on the field and begin the church planning process. And so we kind of moved from a residency experience to now more what I would call it's morphed into a coaching relationship, yeah. um, helping them get on on board. The, uh, the next two that we just started, one is doing a kind of a, a one to one and a half year residency with us and the others doing a is going to work on a two-year residency. Um, but again, some of that is educational. So we have a vocational track that we ro- work with people that, you know, that is meant towards those that are maybe later in life feeling a call to go into ministry. 
but the reality of them breaking away, taking their family and actually completing an MDiv is just not realistic. And so it's like, how do we fast track? What are the absolutely most important pieces that we need to help them grasp a hold of before they go and do that? So that's the vocational track. And then we have an educational component, which requires a two-year. So either they can complete a bachelor's degree if they haven't fully completed. So like one of them is a adult student. Um, you know, he's 30, but hasn't actually completed his bachelor's degree. Um, but he's, he's more than halfway through. So we've got the process for him to actually complete his bachelor's degree while he's doing the residency. Um, and then we also have the option for people that are kind of going, um, I've already got my bachelor's degree. I want to work towards a master's degree. We have the ability for them to actually complete a master's degree while they do a two-year residency as well. Wow, that's great. Um, what about, um, and I know it differs from from place to place and thinking through maybe some potential church planters that are listening to this. Uh, are these paid? Are they paid during that time? Do they usually get another part-time, full-time job? How do they balance, you know, if they do have another part-time job, how they're able to still get the full experience of ministry uh, type of thing? Great, great question. Um, we are our preference, both in the way that I coach churches around like our Converge network that are becoming residency centers, and even what we do here practically is we do not pay the resident. Um, we give them the option that they can go get a job that in the marketplace is our preference so that they're learning how to build relationships with non-Christians um, while they're carrying a load of ministry. Um, so that's an option. Uh, the second option is we will help them raise the support. Um, and that's actually our preference for church planting residents is that they raise a portion of their support because we know, and you know, like long-term, that's going to be necessary for them to be a successful church planter. They've got to learn how to raise funds. Um, and so at this point, three of our residents have actually raised the majority of their support while they're going through the residency process. Yeah, which is great because then it and, and and some don't want to do it because like well I'm going to need to ask money from people later but usually those are long term relationships anyway so if someone's joining your support team for fifty or a hundred dollars a month now they'll just continue on as you plant the church and so then you you have it built in that you know you you, you get on on site and you already have half or three quarters of your support raised already. Exactly. Um, but one of the things that we do and we encourage other churches to do is pay for um, some educational components. So like take them to a conference uh, where they're going to learn and be exposed to, to new ideas and then sit down and debrief them. Um, give them a computer. Um, give them workspace. Like make them part of the staff team from that standpoint. Um, and so we 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 do invest in those areas. And, and then if it's a church planting resident, we feel like now we actually feel like you can actually plant a church. We will be a supporting church once you actually finish your residency and you move on. Um, and so we don't necessarily commit to in the moment, but it's, Hey, we will at least give you a computer. We'll, we're going to pay for you to go to a few conferences. We're going to give you workspace. Um, we're going to give you opportunity to learn. But if we, we feel like, Yes, you've got the components. We're going to pay for you. Go to assessment center. Um, once they get through the assessment center and they pass, we'll become a, a supporting church for them as they get moving. That's great. Final question: um, what sh What should be the questions that 
church planters are asking as they're, you know, considering maybe a couple different options of of churches because every church does residencies different. What what should be the questions that they're asking? Yeah, love that. Um, number one, I think is is this a healthy place that I can actually learn what healthy ministry looks like? That would be hor- horrible to pick up a whole bunch of bad habits over two years, it, right? And it, so. guys, it does happen. And so that's why I'm like, just just do your homework on your side to make sure, like, I can trust this leader. I can trust this church. There's something about this church that I want to learn from. Um, that's got to be number one. Um, number two, I'd be asking questions specific to what kind of experiences will I actually experience here? Um, am I going to have an opportunity to sit in board meetings? Am I going to have an opportunity to to preach? Am I going to have an opportunity um, to actually sit with the lead pastor and have them speak into my life and challenge me and and kind of mentor me in this this season? Um, and, and again, it may look different across the board, but you want to be exposed to to many different experiences so that you have the opportunity to actually grow. Um, And so it needs to be about, is this a place I can grow or are they just looking to use me as cheap labor? Uh, If it's just cheap labor, I'd walk away and find another place to, to go and be exposed. Absolutely. And I love some of those examples that you gave because it is, it's the behind the scenes stuff that you need experience doing the board meetings, the staff meetings, the conflict meetings, the, you know, all of those different types of things being brought in on the inside to go, Oh, cause you will have all of those things and you can't learn about it in a textbook. You can't, you can't, there, there's just a gap. And so you need that practical learning. And, and I'm thankful for some of my opportunities of working on church staffs. Um, even though I was carrying a load, I look at that experience, I've worked under pastors that really looked at me as somebody they wanted to develop. And so it was not a formalized residency, but the reality is it was like a five-year residency at the two churches that I worked at prior to us first planting. And I'm thankful for that season. Well, friends, it's been a fun conversation. Um, let us know what questions you have about residency, finding a residency, um, developing your own residency. We'd love to be able to partner with you in that. You could just email us at um, churchplanning@converge.org, at and uh, we'd love to be able to follow up with you. Till next time, keep it real. 